Good afternoon. How's everybody doing today? It is Wednesday and it is an immaculate Wednesday because thanks to Catholicism, I have the day off. Isn't that fucking cool? It's the uh the day that Mary didn't have sex and then became pregnant with the little baby Jesus. And um I'm here for it, man, because I woke up at like 11:30 today. I fucking just been vibing, little lazy Wednesday action right in the middle of the week, so it's been cool. It's been real cool. I stayed up till like three in the morning last night playing Minecraft and Pokemon. Dude, I've been playing a shitload of Pokemon. I don't remember if I talked about it on the other podcast, but Pokemon Brilliant Diamond came out. It's the Diamond and Pearl remakes. If you never played Generation 4 Pokemon, um, you're missing out, honestly. They're pretty good. They're fun games. They're really fun to nuzlocke. And I've nuzlocked them a lot. And so whenever I bought Brilliant Diamond, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to nuzlocke it. And um, it's been going all right. I lost my starter, my fire monkey. So that's sad. But other than that, you know, I think I'm like right before the Elite Four. You guys have heard me talking about nuzlocking before, though. You know what that deal is. Permadeath. You gotta name your Pokemon. You can only catch the first Pokemon of a route. Um, I've got a level cap, so I can't over-level to beat everything. So I just raise my Pokemon up to the um, level of the highest gym leader Pokemon. That I have to fight next. So like. Say if I'm going to the third gym. And they have a. Level 30 Pokemon. My Pokemon cannot be higher than 30. Whenever I go into that gym. So. Makes it. Makes it hard. It makes uh, makes Pokemon. Matter. A little more. <laughs> because when it, if you're like me. If you're a, if you're a seasoned veteran. Like myself. Um, these are baby games. These are these are games for kids. You know? So. I ain't really. Uh, 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 fucking with them. Too much. Unless I turn them up. To difficulty level 10. And then it's fun. I've just been playing Pokemon for too long. Like, whenever I was 10, Pokemon was plenty hard. But that was also whenever I was a little moron. I was just, I was just a little Ash Ketchum. When soon, I would be a Gary Oak. A true Pokemon Sigma. (laughs) Oh, God. How many times have I fucking talked about Pokemon, like, in depth on this podcast? Because I know I have a lot. Like, there was sometimes whenever I was streaming and shit, and I remember coming on here and talking about it. 
It's a good game, man. They're good games. They're they're baby, easy poo poo, wah wah games, but they're they're good. <laughs> and I hope that uh, if you're listening to this and you're currently struggling through your your uh, playthrough of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl, I hope you feel bad. I really do. <laughs> Cause I wanna be the very best. Like no one ever was. Oh, so I've been grilling a lot recently. Um, my work finally gave me a flamethrower, so that's cool. I've been lighting my charcoal in under sixty seconds with some intense heat. My grill is on our uh, little porch, and it's got a metal roof over it with just like, you know, wood deck supports. And uh, whenever I turn on the torch and start lighting the charcoal, you can hear the metal flex out from the heat. (laughs) It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. But uh, that's how I've been lighting my charcoal, and it's been pretty, pretty lit. Actually, my girlfriend killed a deer, so we've been grilling uh, a lot of deer meat. You know, we made some jerky. That was kick-ass. We actually ate the last of that last night. I basically ate that entire bag of jerky. And whenever I tell you I've been farting up a storm, brother, I have been farting up a storm. (laughs) I pretty much ate an entire gallon of deer jerky. Like over the period of a week, week and a half. And um, I don't regret it. I don't regret any of it. (laughs) I was taking like eight pieces for breakfast in the morning. Just walk around the house, just fucking jawing on it. Shit's good, man. I I don't want to flex. But my boss brought some of his deer jerky to work the other day. That him and his brother made. Mine was better. I wish I had some on me so I could have like whipped it out and been like, Ayo, try some of these. But uh, it's all gone now. So I don't even have any evidence that it's better, but it is better. I don't know. His was like, it was cut really thin. Um, and... I don't know what they cured it in or like what their marinade was for it, you know, because like to make jerky, you want to cut your shit up into little thin strips and then uh, soak it in some fucking really flavorful, salty shit and let it just absorb all that for like at least a day. Like we soaked our deer jerky for like, it was like 24 plus hours. So, and you want to move it around in there at some point. So, you know, it kind of soaks everywhere. But whatever he used wasn't enough of it or he didn't soak it for very long or there was something. There was a disconnect because it lacked flavor. And it was also like shingles. (laughs) 
Because if you cut your meat too thin, whenever you make it, it fucking turns into like, I don't know if you guys ever had like hard times beef jerky or if you go into a gas station and you buy like some expensive beef jerky, it'll be like that black, really thin looking shit and it'll have like little lines on it. That's a, that's a really chewy, like you gotta like rip that shit off, it's like, you know, pull out your fucking gold tooth with that. Take it to the pawn shop, buy some more beef jerky. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Get rich quick scheme. <laughs> but uh, yeah, his had that kind of aspect to it, whereas ours was a little more chewy. Like it had a little more meat to it, you know. The recipe that I used was actually my grandfather's recipe on my dad's side he also taught me how to burp like that but we've been using that recipe for a while now it's pretty fucking good it's basically just a lot of soy sauce and warces a1 and some other shit secret ingredient a little bit of love bada bing bada boom Got you some jerky. But what do I know? I'm just a a jerky doctor. Man, every time I get on the fucking mic, I just start coughing around and burping and fucking... (laughs) It's always immediately. Because, like, I ate, like... It's been, like, 40 minutes ago, 45 minutes ago. So I don't know why I'm burping now. Dude, I cuz you know it's the Immaculate Wednesday. I called this little diner spot in the town I'm in called Stuffins and uh you know, I ordered me a little patty melt cuz they got a good patty melt in there. And um you know, she's the the broad working the thing. <laughs> you know, it was like yeah, it'll be done in 20 minutes. So I gave it like 25, 30 minutes before I got up and drove over there. Because so I live like three minutes from it, like if that. So I go over there and there's a dude in the line. Like they have a little drive through but the, they also have a little indoor dining. So there's a lot of people there. This was at like 1230, right? <laughs> Whenever I called this place. Not my wisest decision, but that's when I was hungry, so. So I'm sitting there behind this car. Another car pulls up behind me. And I sit there for exactly 40 minutes. <laughs> like I pulled up to the spot. It was about 12, 1230-ish, you know, like 1230 and a half, something like that. And uh, I did not leave that place till after one. And that was hell. I was just sitting there in the fucking parking lot, just listening to a podcast, scrolling Twitter. What a way to spend your immaculate Wednesday, waiting on your food. Dude, it, it was actually hell, though, because, like, I was so hungry. I just wanted, I just wanted my patty melt so bad, and I also knew that with their patty melts, the bread is really toasted. Like, it's really good. 
It's a really good patty melt. But whenever you have super toasted bread like that, and you let it sit in a box, it turns into mush. It turns into something completely undesirable. So, I was worried about the state of my patty melt. (laughs) Had it been made? Is it in a box? Is it in the open air? Who knows? I was hungry, high, and um, not about that action. So, I did a little bit of, dude, what the fuck, in my car. Uh, but it was all good got my patty melt and it was soggy so I air fried that bitch man I know it's kind of like cliche at this point but fucking air fryers are lit who came up with that who was the guy that was just all of a sudden like ayo convection oven that sit on your counter everybody's just like alright sweet Like, I remember my older brother got one, like, probably two or three years ago, like, kind of before the big, big wave of them, you know? And he was talking about, like, air frying chicken wings and shit in it, and I was like, what the fuck? What do you mean, air fry? That shit don't make no sense. But, um, now we got one. My girlfriend and I kind of balled out on the one we got. We got the fucking ninja foodie, bro. We got the big boy. That shit roasts. It pressure cooks. It air fries. And it bakes. <clears throat> Let me tell you. Leftover pizza. Throw that bitch in there. Put it on bake for like five minutes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Fresh from the box pizza is what it seems like, bro. It's so good. Who came up with that shit? Who did it? I was kind of talking about this with my bosses at work the other day. But, like, there's so many little fucking inventions out there that people just make millions of dollars off of. That, you know, they just have a legacy set up because of it. And what triggered me saying that to my boss is I was helping him load this paper towel dispenser in the thing. And we have, like, these little paper towel bricks and they have a paper wrapping around them. And it like secures it. And whenever you put it in the paper towel thing, you know, if you guys have ever used these, you stick it in there and you just rip the paper out. And it all comes out in one big sheet. And then your paper towels are in your thing, completely loaded. Wow. Who the fuck came up with that and got that bag? Because he basically designed like an entire system of doing paper towels. For businesses and shit. It's kind of wild. And then like. What about like foot. Pedal trash can guy. Like stompy. Trash can guy. Like how much is he fucking making. Too much. Or maybe not enough. (laughs) My boss kind of made the joke. Uh, He was like he. He has a. Uh. A little foot pedal to open the lid to his hot tub. <laughs> like everything in that guy's house is just like foot pedal open. <laughs> he wants to open the fridge. You got to fucking stomp on it. A little hydraulic. <laughs> I 
God. But for real. Like, imagine, like, uh, what are those things called? Like, the little brass. Are they, like, uh, they're like little spinny things. You can make paper spin on them if you're doing, like, crafts with an eight-year-old. What are those called? You stick them in, like, they're on, like, manila folders and stuff like that. And you put the little pokey things through the hole and then you bend them back and it seals it. You know what I'm saying? And then also, if you're swag, you can, like, spin with them. What the fuck are those called? I don't know. But whoever made those, millionaire. For real. This this guy's working at Staples right now. (laughs) Head office. Now, but imagine designing something like that and then, like, somebody just immediately comes along and has, like, a slightly better but also different enough patent to just, like, fuck you up. Because, like, what if the guy who, like, designed paper clips all of a sudden got, like, one-upped by the guy that put, like, the little plastic coating on paper clips? <laughs> that might be a bad example, but... I bet that shit happens. How do you invent? How do you even how do you even file a patent? Like what does that even mean? What can I patent? I'll tell you what I could patent. I could patent the old Uchi turnaround boy. That's my signature fighting move. That's where I'll so I raise one hand up in the air, I'm gonna give you guys a little bit of tidbit. Raise one hand up in the air and just, get you with the other hand. Get you looking at it. It's like a little birdie. You ain't never seen nothing like the old Uchi turnaround, son. <laughs> oh, man. Some fresh agua. I should really stop putting ice in my cups. That's how often... Do I need to listen back into these podcasts and just hear fucking clinking with me drinking ice out of my metal thermoses? Thermosi? I don't know. How long must we suffer? I don't know. Man, let me tell you, I, I witnessed some events the other day that just made me fucking curdle it's um people people hold on to things way too hard like you've heard me speak about the ego on here a lot and the ego is a nefarious little guy Because it's you, but it's your version of the story, essentially. It's like if you, you know, if you watched your brother break a, or if you broke a vase and your little brother was standing there and like you guys both told what happened, you're like, oh, you know, I bumped it. And he's like, nah, you just hit that shit. You know, that's. The ego does shit like that. It's little white lies that you tell yourself, that you convince yourself with to 
save image, to save perception, to just save, um, I don't know, just save like your own satisfaction, like your own self-worth, honestly, just little bullshit, like, like I was having a conversation with this dude the other day, and it's crazy, you know, he was just talking and in passing, he was just like, you know, it's crazy how many people were out there at that, like, or no, he asked me, he was like, so how many, he's like, how many people do you actually think are out there that believe, like, Corona came from a lab, or that Trump didn't get elected, and like, he just kind of glossed over Corona being from a lab, and all that shit, and like, just kind of started talking shit about that, this guy's very blue, very, very blue, and it bothers me, because you cannot look through that lens, you cannot look through that lens at all, um, or just one lens, anyway, but, you know, he, he kind of glossed over that shit, and I was like, well, you know, there's a lot of, I was like, I'm one of them, like, there's a lot of, like, there's a lot of stuff out there, I don't even want to get into it, but it's definitely more likely that it came from a lab than from nature, and we kind of had that conversation, and you know what that conversation starts, it starts the whole fucking thing, so we're going through all this shit, going through all this shit, and you guys know me, I don't fucking, I don't involve myself in politics, I know just enough of surface, uh, shit, to, like, at least recognize kind of what's going on, and if it's something big, I might look into it, maybe, most likely not, (laughs) but I just, I just don't try to have an opinion on this shit. <clears throat> and like he's very involved in politics. He's looking into all of this stuff. Like, you know, he's naming off all these different senators and like who's arguing what for this shit. And I'm just like, dude, what the fuck? And at one point he said, um, he had a gripe with Biden about him being like too overly optimistic and like in in being that like he thinks he can unify the the blue and the red still and all this shit and like he wants the red votes for his bill instead of working the his blue majorities and stuff like that and it like I immediately stopped him and I'm like dude it's because he's another corporate president like Look look down the track record. Look at the money line. Ever since Bill Clinton, every single Democratic president, and honestly, you could argue before Bill Clinton a little bit, every single Democratic president was just there. Like, the only significant fucking social rights bill, because if you think about what the left stands for, a lot of social rights, um a lot of progressive policies, you know, gay marriage was the only one of those things that even got passed, and that was Obama, 
And even Obama was still just uh, keeping us in Iraq, keeping the war going, kind of riding, you know, that train kind of president. It was just status quo more than anything. You know, he's just Bush too. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I'm not picking a right side here because every fucking conservative president since probably Reagan or before Reagan has been a corporate just bastard. <laughs> like, ever since... Honestly, it was probably since Reagan. It was like ever since we started fucking around with mostly intangible money, like where money could just be a concept rather than it being backed by anything. Like when we switched from the gold standard, that was, I mean, I recognize that you kind of need to do that for the country to grow the way it has. But also, that opened up a lot of weird shit because money is just an idea it's like you can have millions and billions of dollars and not actually have a single physical dollar bill you can be worth the entire planet and have an empty safe nothing to show for it it's all just an idea. It's all propped up and it's kind of crazy. Like it's it's so complicated that I don't even really understand how any of that shit works. But I know that whenever you just have value systems that are just attached to nothing, then it's all just built on trust. And in this case, the American people trusting that the American government is using that trust <laughs> in a good way, or at least in the way they say they are. And um, it's hard to trust that many people. Because the government's a lot of people, guys. It's a lot. That's why, it, you know, I, I think there's some pretty big conspiracies out there with like all this wide sweeping government shit and it's like no no it, it's still just like a whole bunch of fucking bureaucratic offices connected together like there's still bullshit it's not that organized but it's groups within that that are organized that scares you or should but yeah homie homie was talking about all that stuff about being disappointed with Joe Biden and I was like, Ayo, you know what a super PAC is? Because <laughs> he was asking how I thought he was corrupt and I was like, super PACs. And uh, I, I kind of explained to him what that is and there's an excellent video on YouTube because I didn't know what super PACs were until I saw Stephen Colbert go through his super PAC saga um, on the Colbert Report. Rest in peace. And this <laughs> there's a video that kind of clips together him talking about the super PAC like throughout um his show and things like that. So basically what a super PAC is is it's for fundraising for presidential campaigns and maybe 
more than just presidential. It might be for like all political campaigns, but especially presidential. And basically you make a super PAC. It's a, it's a website online. It says donate here. You do not have to track those donations as far as who gives them to you, where they come from, uh, how much they gave to you. You don't have to track. Um, it's very anonymous. And obviously, whenever you have somebody like, oh, I don't know, Donald Trump or mm, Barack Obama or mm, Bill fucking Clinton running for government, like running for president, sorry. How much money do you think they made? Where do you think that money came from? And how do you think that money is affecting our policies today? Who can say? So what Stephen Colbert did was he um, basically started a super PAC. He actually ran for president and he made it past, I think, the first primary and then dropped out, which is hilarious. Like like the first, I can't remember. I just looked that shit up. He ran for president. He made it farther than some actual candidates, which is hilarious. Um, not like, but like people who were serious about it. You know, like he's making a joke and he made it farther than these people who actually have a dream. <laughs> but he started a super PAC just to play it out and to hear him explain how it works, what he was doing with it. And I think he ended up donating a lot of that money, but I don't know. I don't know. He didn't have to. He a hundred percent didn't have to. <laughs> that money's just liquid. It's just yours. And, uh, I might be wrong about all this. There might have been some change in super PACs in the past couple years. I don't know. If I'm willing to bet, you guys don't know either. Because the funny thing about politics, people get very fucking involved, but they can't name a single law that was passed within like the last month at any given time. Like How many laws do you think are passed? Wide-sweeping federal laws are passed. Or at least... I mean, even state laws every single day. Like, how many a year do you think go by? And you hear about, like, four on TV? Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Anyways. Let's end that uh, fucking segment. You know how easy it is to get me onto some tinfoil hat bullshit? Or more just, like... I don't know. What would you guys call me? Uh, I think I'm jaded more than anything. I'm just not about it. I'm not about it at all. Like I look behind the curtain. I kind of saw how shit was moving. And uh, I just don't want to be near it. I don't. But I'm going to do a little question segment for y'all. Um considering none of you fuckers ever reach out to me I uh 
I put some shit out and kind of asked around, get some questions to answer and see if we can get a little content out of it. Alright, so the first question comes from Hunter. And it says, Are you gay? No. Does your mom know you're gay? No. No, 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 don't, don't do this to me. Does my mom know I'm gay? Uh, uh, if I say yes, then that means I'm gay. But if I say no, that means I'm gayer. Oh, God. No, 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 no. That's not the real question. Real question is fuck, Mary kill, Joe Exotic, Larry the Cable Guy, and Elon Musk. All right. Let me just break it down for y'all here. There is only one man in this entire list that I think could suck a mean dick. Okay? You know who I'm talking about. So, obviously, I'm fucking Elon Musk. (laughs) No, 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 no. I'm fucking Joe Exotic. Because if anybody's going to be able to fuck, it's going to be him. If I got to do some weird shit, I'm I'm getting in on that exotic ass. He might give me a disease, though. Anyways, I will then marry... Larry the Cable Guy. Alright? Now, Larry the Cable Guy's real name is Dan Carney. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's Dan Whitney. Dan Carney's also a comedian, though. And, uh, let me tell you, Mr. Dan is a hell of a comedian. I thought Larry the Cable Guy was hilarious. Blue Collar Comedy Tour kind of brought me into the comedy world, to be honest with you. So shout out Jeff Foxworthy, you fucking redneck some bitch. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm marrying I'm marrying Larry the Cable Guy because at least then I know that I'll always have the big game on because my cable connection is gonna be top notch. And that brings me to my last guy. And I would kill Elon Musk. And not only would I kill Elon Musk, but I would first torture him for his secrets. Including um, Obama's last name. I don't know. I'd just kill Elon Musk and try to get some money somehow. That would be my game plan there. I don't know. What can you gain from killing a billionaire? A trillionaire? Whatever the fuck he is. I don't know. But yeah. Those are my reasonings. And if you think that's wrong, then that's your opinion. So, heck off. I got another question here. Let me sift through this gigantic file of questions. What's the... Biggest dab you've ever taken. And tell the story. 
This comes from Kyle. Fuck you, Kyle. First of all. Um, I think uh, the biggest dab I've ever taken. Maybe not in size. But in strength. Was. Probably. Let's say it's like 2018. It's in the summertime. Early August. It's my dad's birthday actually. And I was feeling kind of sad. Think about him. And. I decided that in his honor. I would smoke. A fat fucking dab. Because somehow. For some reason. In my little small ass town. I could not buy weed anywhere. But I could buy wax. Like a motherfucker. I don't know. Like the weed plug of Jay Oklahoma. Just fucking started selling wax I guess. (laughs) So I had wax like a bitch. And I just. Put on this gigantic globber. It was probably about the size of my. Pointer finger. Like a fingernail. Like you imagine a glob about that width. um, And roundness. And it was a little thicky too. And I have this little silicone rig. And I climbed up into my my mom's pontoon boat. She had like just bought. And it has like those little shitty fucking plastic tables in it you know. And I was just sitting at one of those. And I, I scorched that bitch up. I got it hot, 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 hot. And I smacked it. And I smacked it. And I kept smacking it. And I just fucking... <laughs> just, you know, like that kind of coughing. Just like kill yourself coughing. And eventually, once the cough ended, and I thought maybe I could... Oh wait, no, no, no. <laughs> I just had a memory. I remember sitting there on the pontoon and just like vegging out and just being like, oh fuck, I'm getting high. And then I had like the immediate thought, I gotta get out of this pontoon before I can't get out of this pontoon. <laughs> so I took all my shit and I threw it in my truck and <laughs> eventually... Uh, made it back inside <laughs> and I just went and laid on my bed and you know when you're just that fucking high you're just paranoid I was like oh my god they know they heard me coughing my mom's gonna come in here and she's gonna kill me <laughs> so I'm laying there and having all these thoughts and you know whenever you get like visuals on weed. This is one of the only times this has ever happened to me. And I'm laying there just looking at my ceiling and there's just green dots flying around and shit. And I close my eyes and it gets worse. And I start spinning. And then you start having a panic attack. You're just like, oh, oh I can't breathe. I got asthma. What if it's an asthma attack? And then I took my albuterol inhaler. <laughs> and if you know anything about albuterol inhalers, at least with me, it always makes me a little nauseous. So you take that, you know, <laughs> give you your big your big puffs, 
and then I'm sitting there, and I'm like, oh, shit, room's spinning a little faster now, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to flow up, <laughs> so instead of running across the hall and puking in the toilet and making a scene, I stealth puked into my trash can in the room, and it was a lot, it was a lot of puke. I remember I kind of just pulled a blanket over my head at one point and just puked underneath the blanket to just, like, muffle the noise of me just retching. (laughs) So I get done puking, and I'm like, God damn it, now I got all this puke. So I I eventually did go to the bathroom, and I got some paper towels and shit, or some uh, toilet paper. I came in there, and I kind of sprayed something in my room, and then I threw some paper towels and shit in there. And I, like, put the trash can in the corner of the room and I threw a blanket on top of it to just, like, lock the flavor in. (laughs) And, uh, I just fucking laid there for the rest of the night. Probably just fucked around on my phone. God. (laughs) That shit was wild, though. I I probably threw up for, like, a solid 20 minutes, not gonna lie. So, kids... When you're taking your big scorching dabs, all right, just ride it. Don't get panicked. If you start feeling a little crazy, it's not you. It's the weed. You just got to zen the fuck out. Because let me tell you, man, that shit will get you every now and then. The paranoia is real. It'll be paranoia about, oh, God. Am I okay? And then you're just like, hubbada, 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 hubbada. <laughs> Until you just have an actual panic attack. It's fucking wild. But uh, taking a lot of edibles will do that to you sometimes too. Man, like I've gone heavy with edibles like quite a bit. But every now and then you'll just take like a little, like a 15, 20 milligram little pop. And all of a sudden like, that shit will fucking grab you. It'll grab you by a shirt collar. Hey, who do you know here? <laughs> fucking shake you around a little bit. <laughs> uh, I actually have a lot of... I might do that later, honestly. That might be how I ride out my immaculate day. I'm going to take 100 milligrams of edibles. I'm going to do it. I'm going to put Minecraft. And I'm going to love it. So now you guys know how my immaculate Wednesday has gone. How's your guys's? And speaking of fucking Wednesdays, uh, I'm counting down the days till Ash Wednesday. Or is it Ash Tuesday? Let me look that up. Because you know I ain't going to be working that day. (laughs) Let's see. Ash is it Ash Wednesday? It's Ash Wednesday. What do you know? March 2nd. All right. Here we go. The beginning of Lent, everybody. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I really need to like look up a Catholic holiday calendar and just like start kind of plotting this shit out. Because every now and then it'll just be like a week or two before it happens. We'll just get like an update on our company calendar. And it'll just be like, 
Office closed. Solemnity of Saints Day. <laughs> like, oh fuck yeah. <laughs> Mother Mary, you sexy bitch. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> uh have fun playing Pokemon kids. Have fun um Penis. I couldn't think of anything. I'm sorry. Leave an Apple review, you fucking heathens.